0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. I am back. He's back, baby. (laughs) So here we are, episode 99. Whoa last uh double digit episode we'll ever do in our lives
1: true statement
0: kind of big thing uh getting a hundredth episode right
1: yeah it's it's pretty big, man.
0: <clears throat> almost two years of uh podcasting here
1: Mhm mhm
0: people like us still they're still listening. I hope
1: well, I mean, yeah, I hope you guys are out there.
0: <laughs> I hope it's just that my grandparents <laughs> downloading the episode every week uh, yeah. <laughs> so next week is the hundredth episode, kind of a big deal. We will be giving away uh Nerds t shirt. We have yet to decide how we're going to do that, but we have seven days to figure it out.
1: And we're going to figure it out. Oh,
0: we can do this. Yeah. It's just a t-shirt, right? Right. Wrong. It's oh, not just God. a t-shirt. It's a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. It's pretty much the greatest t-shirt you could ever possibly own. <laughs> you set me up on that one, dude. You could buy one on DynastyNerds.com. You sure could. Makes it for a great turkey day gift.
1: That's That's right. If you give gifts on Turkey Day, I mean, whatever, I usually just give food to,
0: you know, Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming. So, uh, yeah, kind of a big deal. 100th Mm -hmm. episode next week. Uh, And then after, you know, we're entering week 12, and after week 13, most people's playoffs are going to begin. So not a lot, we really go over too much in the playoffs, but then we'll start doing some like year in review stuff. Uh, Players we'd like to keep, players we want to stash, players we want to get rid of. Right. Yeah. Deuces. Deuces.
1: And uh, then we'll it'll start rolling over into uh bowl season and stuff like that in college, yep. and we'll you know we'll start getting into those. We'll uh, do an early
0: season rookie mock draft,
1: youngsters. Yep.
0: Then, uh, of course, as uh, after you know, right before the combine, and then after the combine is where the fun, in-depth, detailed episodes come all year and all summer, just rookie talk. Yeah, uh, I know somebody a, a question too about uh, taxi squads. We do have an episode on taxi squads. If you go back through, uh wherever you listen to podcasts through iTunes or Stitcher and just look up, it says uh taxi squad episode. Some good details on there. Yeah. You should have one. If you don't,
1: you should, you should definitely have one. If you don't already, <clears throat>
0: it's, it's pretty important to a dynasty league.
1: Yeah. It definitely makes everything work better. And, uh, it gives you, it gives you time to develop players. And and, and which is really, really important. It
0: is. Uh, it is. Yeah. You got to have stashes down there. You got to be able to develop guys. You gotta have deep rosters. Again, you don't want to have a bona fide keeper league. You want to have a dynasty league. Right. You know, what free agents should be very very limited. Should be like the NFL almost. Like if you're a free agent, nobody really wants you. <laughs> Unless you're Chris Matthews, he got picked up by the Ravens this week. He did.
1: He got dumped uh by Seattle, just like a week ago, right?
0: Yeah, everybody should be picking up. Uh, the Ravens should be picking up everybody because everybody gets hurt every week.
1: Well, they got they just picked up Jimmy Clausen as well on on waivers.
0: Yeah, Mark Trustman is, just linked to his boy Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Clausen. But
1: I mean, when Flacco, well, I mean, I guess we'll just dive into it. When Flacco goes down for the year with a torn ACL and, and it looks like MCL as well, I mean, you can't rely on Shab for
0: six. Wait, games. what? Yeah, you can't rely on Matt Shab.
1: No, you really can't. Not that Jimmy Clausen's like a huge upgrade or anything, but I mean, he doesn't throw more pick sixes than touchdowns, which is something that I feel he like Shaw sure pretty much does. So. He does that as well, pretty yeah. well.
0: Uh, there was a point where Matt Schaub was okay there for was that brief stint behind uh, in the t- with the Falcons and then with the Texans there. He did pretty well.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what though, Trestman has been able to work magic with um, other turdy quarterbacks like Josh McCown before, so maybe he'll be able to do the same thing with Matt Job. Who knows? We'll see. I know. Uh,
0: it's just so bad he has nothing around him at this point. Brashad uh, Perriman out. Steve Smith out. Justin Forsett. How's that arm doing? Oh, wave, that, wave, hello. Mm, Ooh, that that's hurts, so doesn't fast. it? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Keep your arm down.
1: Looks like well. Uh, like a kite that when you when it breaks a couple (laughs) of sticks in it
0: multiple spots yeah that's no good man. yeah so you lose Justin Forsett uh I mean if you had Justin Forsett and you were starting him he wasn't I have him like some of my redraft leagues uh and it's I, I drafted him for Rizzo's team here for ESPN 850 he hasn't really been doing us uh a whole lot of favors this year you know like double digit points have been like low 10 points 12 point games nothing crazy so it's not a huge loss, but if you have nothing behind them, it's a huge loss. Right.
1: I, I mean, he was one of those guys where he was a turd before last year. I think he was in just like the perfect situation last year, and then they switched up coordinators, and I wasn't that high on him this year to, going into the year.
0: Yeah, see, I was, it was fool's gold for me, and I'll tell you why, because and I know we talked about it earlier, it's just because I thought because of trustman going there, I just thought his receptions were, you know, he had a really good last year, and you're right, it was just like a perfect storm but I thought that'd be offset. I didn't think he would do as good as he did last year rushing whereas in, I thought he would his receptions would go up tremendously and then it's like he's caught no balls. Right. No marbles.
1: No no what? Marbles. Marbles, all right.
0: <laughs> I like said it like a baby.
1: I saw here I guess.
0: <sighs> so, and obviously Flacco going down if you're starting Flacco in your dynasty league, you're you're in trouble. You're in a bad place
1: either way. Yeah. I mean, most likely you know 90% of the people that had Flacco used him as a fill-in starter.
0: Yeah. It's only like he's like their third string or desperate plays that's what he is. And now that
1: we're like through the buys, it's it it shouldn't affect people that much.
0: Yeah. And if it, if he, if you were starting him it does affect you good because then you can get the higher draft pick because your team's in bad shape. Right. Again, I mean, you still need a good quarterback to win a championship. It's just I mean, unless you have, like, nothing but superstars around you. Like, you're starting Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, and Dondra Hopkins, and then Todd Gurley and Adrian Peterson and Gronk. that would be good, right?
1: Um, Then you could pretty much plug and play anybody you wanted at quarterback.
0: Somebody out there has that lineup. I'm sure they do. And I'm jealous. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had that lineup. You
1: could put Ryan Fitzpatrick in as your quarterback. and.
0: He hasn't been terrible. I don't think fantasy wise
1: He actually hasn't. I start. I've been starting him in the RSL. <laughs> <league. laughs>
0: yeah. I start him every week.
1: But I have a sweet. I have a sweet lineup though too. Uh, well, that helps, right? It does help, man.
0: Yeah. There's been a lot. Of, I mean, you know, quarterbacks are always kind of interchangeable in most parts. But like Flacco, kind of falls in a category. Like you know, there's the studs, and then there's kind of like everybody else. Right. And like Flacco, kind of falls in that third category of like somebody you don't ever want to start. Even he's just like, not really. He's right. just not a fantasy quarterback. Every once in a while, he's, he's a good, good NFL quarterback. Obviously, you know we don't say this as he's a bad quarterback. It's right. just for fantasy relevance, he's just not that great. I agree. He's a turd.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. I would. St- I would still take him over. You know, whoever, whatever, whatever the Browns roll out there every week.
0: I mean, has this not been like? I know there's injuries every year, but this. I mean, for me, has this not been like the worst year of injuries? Like every week, we're in there talking about like a main starter going down. I mean, it every
1: week, definitely every week, and I feel like at the beginning of the year, I was like, I had these huge number, like 150 point games and stuff like that, and. Now I feel like I'm winning with, like, 100-point games. But I'm winning. I'm still winning, like, these close games because it just seems like everyone's been taken down a peg.
0: In all my leagues, too, you're not the only one. I'm no, I've noticed that. Like, a lot of the teams, like, scoring, it's going down. Like, yeah. I've scored, like, 90. I win 97, 95. I'm like, oh, man, I'm only 97 points. But then you look around through the league of everybody else's scores, because right now you're score checking because right. everybody's in a playoff run. Um, I'm doing pretty well in most of my leagues. Uh, I know if you're listening, you're my listener league. You're like, you're not doing well. <laughs> I'm the worst case. I did a, you know those, I did the redraft listener leagues.
1: I didn't know you did those also. I did two
0: of them, $100 okay. and $50 one, and I have it where I was maxed out on my one line where I do my things, so I had to open um, other, my, under, my other email address, right? For two weeks, forgot to send my lineup.
1: Oh, because it wasn't even going to your email or anything? <laughs> completely forgot a, about right,
0: it. Right, right. I mean, I completely forgot, that's when you know you're in too many leagues, completely forgot about the leagues. Yep, that's uh, pretty bad, man. But I'm doing pretty well in, you know, my high stakes league and a couple other leagues and some dynasty leagues. Except for the Nerds League. Uh, I had the second overall pick so far. Yep. That's the one you're
1: doing really bad at.
0: Hello, Laquan Treadwell. All right. Welcome to the Cardiac Kids. <laughs> I need you. Yeah. And it's just one of those, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you got Le'Veon. You got
1: an extra first in that also.
0: I did. I yeah. traded or, Daniel Williams. I Williams Daniel so Williams. To the be... guy who cut Daniel Williams. Yeah,
1: that was, I couldn't do that. Just on principle. I would boy, not I do that on
0: principle either. <clears throat> uh, so any, who else got hurt this week
1: um, so we went Flacco, Forsett, um, Amendola had just a knee, sprain? a knee sprain they said that he won't miss that much time but as far as for fantasy wise I mean he'll probably miss the rest of the regular fantasy season so probably a, Maybe. Couple, yeah, a week or two you know depending on when you guys start your uh, playoffs what? this might be the last regular season for some people
0: which stinks too because with Elman going down everybody's like okay Amendola is going to have a good game and sure enough, he had a good game.
1: He did have a good game. Made it over 100 yards, um, a bunch of catches. I can't remember exactly. Um, I know that sounds horrible, but uh, it was good. It was a good game. I know. I even had him going in a game too. Oh, so. even
0: better. Um, uh, while you look that up? Stepping up in this place, or like who starts? Who's getting, who's catching the balls now for the Patriots? Uh, if you go on dynastynerves.com every week on every Tuesday uh, at Tim Torch or at Tim NFL, uh, his name's Tim Torch. Puts out our column of waiver wire pickups. And he has actually one of the guys we're going to talk about, Keyshawn Martin, on there this week. It's a great article. If you're just looking for somebody to grab, Uh, you know, some of these guys are probably owned in your league, but if they're not, they're, you know, he explains to you why you should pick them up. It comes out every week on dynastynerds.com. It's a great article to check out. And he has Keyshawn Martin on there.
1: Yeah, Keyshawn Martin, they actually talked him up um, initially.
0: Yeah, Brady mentioned him over Amendola. Over
1: Amendola, yeah. Um, so, and, and this was one of those things like mid-season, mid right before the trade deadline, I think it was a week or so before the trade deadline, they went and they snagged him off of Houston, who obviously Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick have a relationship and run a similar yeah, offense. Yeah, they're pen pals. So, I mean, he comes over from a system that he already knew. He's been learning it there all year in Houston. Comes over to New England and just basically slotted right in and was able to do some of the same things that Julian Edelman did. And now now Edelman's down, obviously, for the rest of the regular season.
0: Amendola has a, I Amin, mean, uh, Dobson has a sprained ankle, so he's out for at least week 12 as well.
1: Right. So really, it clears the way for, for uh, Brandon long, LaFell. I, uh, yeah, Brandon LaFell, and as long as Keyshawn Martin himself is healthy, because he didn't, he didn't suit up, he was inactive this past week. So as long as he gets healthy and is playing, I think he's the one that you want to be starting.
0: And uh, Tim made a good point, too. He's like, you know, the Patriots are always stingy with their draft picks. So it brought to his interest when they actually made a trade for a wide receiver. Like, hey, that's they actually like this guy. They're actually going out there and trading a draft pick for him.
1: Well, I mean, as soon as as soon as New England picked him up, I actually ran out and, and picked him up in a league that I needed a wide receiver. You ran? I ran. Nice. I, I mean, I didn't have to go far because my phone is in my pocket, so I actually probably didn't run. Out of the way. <laughs> out of the way. My hand's got to get to my pocket. Waiver
0: wire. Stat.
1: Um, but I just, I stuck my hand in my pocket really fast and, and pulled my phone out. Yeah. Um, then
0: you put it back in real fast.
1: No, it wasn't an in and out type nice of thing. No, it was mo- slow. It was mostly just out and then right to the waiver wire and boom, he was on my yeah, team.
0: That's how I do it too. Uh huh. Pull it out right to the waiver wire. Yes. It's always good to check the waiver wire to so see who's out there.
1: Yeah, it is. you got room. Another guy that I snagged up, um, who's, I've been kind of watching, um, uh, on the waiver wire since we're talking about it. Um, Spencer Ware look great yeah he was a guy that i mean he was one of those guys that when he came out of lsu he got drafted by the seahawks and um i've kind of had my eye <laughs> on him since then he ran into some legal issues he got like a dui a little got, drinking a little driving right and got cut he kind of has a little bit of knucklehead in him he was one of those guys that like he went to lsu and and didn't have a ton of stats coming into the nfl but obviously if you're you're a running back and you go to lsu you have talent. Yeah, and he's he's finally getting a chance to a little show it here a little bit here in Kansas City and he looked really good.
0: Char Kendrick West had a hamstring injury. We don't know what the status of that is right now. So Spencer Ware is a great waiver wire pickup who might be able to play this week. Uh came in for an injured West and carried the ball 11 times for 96 yards and, and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Caught his only target for 5 yards. So mm-hmm. pretty solid fantasy day.
1: He's a nice all-around back. He's a big back too. So I mean, he's he's 5'10" 229. Right. He's a guy that he actually, I think he was playing fullback for a little bit in Seattle because they had so much depth there. Uh He didn't really fit in at fullback all that great, and they ended up cutting him.
0: Yeah, he didn't really do much here. He uh, played in two games, had three rushes, 10 yards, for a solid 5.0 average.
1: I mean, that doesn't, the math doesn't really.
0: Oh, 3.3, I'm sorry. Yards per game is (laughs) (laughs) 5.0. I I said to myself, like, wait, Three divided by t- into ten is not five.
1: I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but I don't think those numbers
0: bear out. 3.333333333. And so on. So yeah, Spencer Ware is a great waiver wire pickup this year. So if he's still available, uh you want to go grab him, stash him. These uh Kansas City running backs are just you know, flowing on emotion. And look and look, now Davis.
1: Al Davis was inactive like the past two weeks. A healthy inactive, yeah. so I, obviously Spencer Ware has passed him on the depth chart. Yeah, I mean he'll probably be active this week if Charcander Quest isn't. Um, but I would imagine Spencer Ware will probably be getting the first carry. There. Yeah, they're gonna be like, or the Lions. Poor Hal Davis.
0: Davis. Yeah, hey, 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 West is hurt, Coach. But hey, co- what about me? Not so fast, Nile. Not so fast.
1: I think Nile is at the point where he's probably gonna leave Kansas City and go somewhere else. So I don't think he's a guy that you wanna just totally discard because he does have some talent. Yeah. I, I think he's a guy that if you owned him or you own him, you'll probably just wanna hold on to him and see if his situation gets better if he leaves Kansas City and uh, finds a new home in the off season.
0: If I had to guess, I would guess that he is never gonna play a significant role ever again. You just think? yeah, yeah. I, I think um I wish I had – I, I wish I had saved those stats on Nile Davis because I know when I ended you know, we did an episode of, like, the top backup running back you want to own. And we thought it would soon be now. You know Niall Davis, and then there was, like, a lot of stats that were saying, hey, it's Nile Davis isn't really that great despite his average, the way he runs behind the line. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, to me, I just think it's a young man's game. You know, backup running backs like him unless you end up being, like, a Justin Forsett who might be down the years on the road. Usually, just draft guys, guys like Spencer Ware or Buck Allen or guys like that kind of pick up the load. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of hard for, like, a Nile Davis. He's not that old, though. He's not. But the whole point of, like, for them, even teams to sign guys like him and get significant time, usually because they end up, you need a running back, usually they'll draft one later. I mean, I don't, I don't, I
1: don't think he'll get signed as, like, a feature back anymore. No, but, for sure not. But. I think he's talented enough that he could go be a backup somewhere, and if he gets the right opportunity, like somebody goes down for the year or something, he could still produce.
0: I'm not a fan. All right. I don't think it's going to work out. I'd be, I would be, I, agree with you. Like If you have room, you shouldn't cut Nile Davis to see what it, where he does land next year. Right. But if like it came down to signing somebody like Spencer Ware or cut Nile Davis, I'm picking up Spencer Ware. I'm going land Nile Davis. Kick rocks.
1: Go pound salt.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Sorry, Nile time's up
1: somebody else that uh should go pound some salt uh johnny Manziel officially demoted to third team quarterback
0: wow dude i mean talk about stupid man all this i mean you finally the, your lifelong dream i assume well probably not his is to become a starting quarterback in the nfl you get announced to be the starting quarterback for nfl you're gonna start on monday night football the coach said don't do anything stupid you know, the office said, don't do anything. Keep your name on the headlines. Have a good, safe week. Just stay out of the headlines. He literally said to the media
1: that he came out and said, I am not going to be an embarrassment to this organization. Show sure enough. And
0: then. Party hard this week on some champagne. Yay.
1: Party, man. Yeah. Just go out and party. Look like a drunken idiot at a bar
0: again. I mean, just. Come on, dude. Stay down, dude. Not, even, going not even demote him to backup quarterback for Monday Night Football. They've moved him to third string. Well, that's probably where he belongs, man. Thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed your time in Cleveland. Hope you're running, not buying. Yeah. Because you are out of here. He'll get resigned somewhere else. But again, I mean, we've seen this story before. Knuckleheads are knuckleheads. This guy is a knucklehead. He ain't getting together.
1: You know Jerry Jones is just waiting for him to get cut. <laughs> he's he's got be, a drinking problem. He's going to be in Dallas, and Tony Romo is going to hate that kid, and it's going to destroy their entire team.
0: And listen, man, I I know people that are friends with Johnny Manziel, and I know he went to rehab, but he did not go to rehab for alcohol. And I got stories that I've heard about this kid that I'm not even going to put out there, but... You know what do he use his Heisman trophy for uh him the way he you know him drinking how many drinks he has just I'm telling you, man, this kid loves to party. I'll put that much he loves to party and not party lightly, party hard
1: he's a partyer dude, and listen, I mean, hey,
0: when I was twenty two I was partying hard, man, I mean, when we were in college, you and I had a keg on tap in our house.
1: We, 24-7. All, 24-7. We, yeah, it was awesome.
0: We would play power hour to warm up, to go out. Yep, 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 but... We were not making millions of dollars in we starting quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: No, we weren't, man. That was the big difference.
0: And that's why I hate when people are like, well, he's, he's just a kid and... Gr-. No, 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 no. Listen, man. That's fine. You can do, you're right. You can do whatever you want to
1: do. But here, hold on. Here's another point. To, to, to your point, that when we were in college, we were doing that. I sure the hell wasn't doing it the year after I was in college, and I wasn't doing two years after I was in college. Nope, I didn't have a gag anymore. Couldn't do it. No, had a responsibility.
0: I, I had to go to work the next day.
1: Exactly. I couldn't sleep till two o'clock. Exactly.
0: Which is crazy. I would even do that. Like I slept till two in the afternoon. It's
1: yeah. I used to sleep through
0: one thirty classes. Yeah, once it's in pretty a while.
1: bad. Yeah. Uh So I mean, yeah, exactly. It's you, not like oh, we're like a bunch of angels. But when my it was time for me to hit the real world, guess what I did? Yeah. Not like, drink every friggin' day. Like, guess what, Johnny? Now yeah. you can
0: go drink every day because man. you're a third-string quarterback. Uh, just really stupid, man. I mean, just one week of your life, man. And the worst part is he was just in Texas the week before because of the, the uh, Thursday night game. Right. And he went to the game. It's like, dude, you can't. He got shit for that. I mean, he got crap for that, too. You you can't stay home. Like, you, you can't just pretend to the coaching staff and say, hey, okay, you name me a starter? Look at what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to study. Yeah, I'm going to go pop some bottles. Yeah. So, easy come, starting job, easy go. Uh, at this point, Johnny Manziel is easily cuttable in all formats. Yeah. Right?
1: Yes. Turd. Turd Ferguson, man.
0: Browns will likely end up with a top two pick. Uh, they'll be drafted another quarterback, and uh, that guy will probably be bad, too. Because that's what the Browns do.
1: That's, that's kind of their cycle.
0: Paxton Lynch is out there, please don't take me, Browns. I want to be good. I don't know about that guy, man. Yeah, I know. You said you didn't like his four seconds of tape. You watched
1: it was it was actually the game.
0: He just didn't look all that great. Either. We got he more time. I haven't watched any tape on him yet, though, but I'm sure I'm going to fall.
1: It, it was just one. It was one game, but they were just dinking and dunking, and, and they, he didn't look very impressive against Rice. The one it's a quarterback
0: watching, so. class, but none of them are like.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a wishy-washy
0: quarterback yeah, class. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff needs some time. Uh, Connor Cook is in the right system, probably pretty good.
1: <laughs> he's, a, he's a michigan state quarterback dude they're all pretty similar
0: cardale christian hackenberg i wouldn't want anything to do with that guy nothing
1: uh i haven't watched any of golf yet but i from what i've heard from everybody it, he's been less than imp- less than impressive this year
0: young dude though yeah hopefully. so we'll see yeah. yeah it's gonna be the guy that taking taken in uh it's a guy that we don't even we're not even talking about it's gonna be sweet probably uh let's move on yep more injuries more
1: injuries marshall lynch yeah, so it sounds like he may have um, hernia, a hernia, and yeah, get sports hernia, painful. yeah, sports hernia Ugh. surgery. But um, I guess that hasn't been confirmed yet. If that is the case, he'll be out for the remainder of the fantasy year, which really opens the door wide open for Th- Thomas Rawls, another guy that if he's out there, and you haven't already there's picked him no up, no way he's out. There. Yeah, for wh- I mean, I'm guessing he's not, but there's some people that. You know who knows they're they are sleeping on the waiver wire all year.
0: He had himself a hell of a game. Yeah, he did. Rushed the ball thirty times. That's a lot of times.
1: So I asked you this earlier in the year, and and I kind of I don't think you bought in completely. I asked you, do you think Thomas Rawls is going to be the guy to take over Mar- for Marshawn Lynch? I guess I'll just ask you that same thing again.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Why? Yeah. He's, a, yeah. Why even bring Lynch back for that kind of payroll? I mean, the guy rushed the ball 30 times for 209 yards. Yeah. Caught all three targets for 46 yards and, and another a, touchdown, and another two touchdown. scores. Yep. Now, it was versus the 49ers. Yeah. Glenn Dorsey got hurt too. they you know, he's their best run stopper. They're doo doo. So I want to see more, but. It's not like Thomas Rawls is, I mean, he's looked pretty good all year. I mean, this is his third over 100-yard game. I mean, at 209 yards, so that's 200-yard games there, but he's rushed for 104 yards against Chicago, 169 versus Cincinnati, and they're, they're a really good defense. And then now recently, 209 versus San Francisco. Uh, yeah, he's looked pretty good. So, yeah, I will change my, he's averaging six yards a carry.
1: I mean, anytime the guy's got, like, an extended look in a game, he's done really well. Correct. I mean, besides the one, besides the one Detroit game where he had 17 carries for only 48 yards. Yes, I, he he just looks like he can do it. Correct so to me, to me, he is the guy that's going to take over for Lynch. I mean, they basically had this guy. They've been talking him up all off season. They cut ties with a former second round pick in Christine Michael and another. I think Christian, whatever Christian Michael, um, and they also uh, got rid of Robert Turbin.
0: Yeah, big Bobby Turman who's now signed in Dallas, backing up immediately Darren McFadden.
1: Came uh, immediately was was active. Yeah, with, he signed within like three days. He was
0: playing. So, and Darren McFadden gets hurt, so he's a good pickup too.
1: He's a good pickup. So obviously, with all that being said, they—I mean—they discarded basically all their backup running backs to keep Thomas Rawls. So that they're showing a lot of faith in this guy, and I think he is the guy that's going to replace Lynch. And I, I think, agree. I think you want to go out and get him if you can. I agree. I, I mean, he's like one of the top guys that I would be trying to. I'd give him a target. For sure. Yeah, I would too.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I have changed my mind. Have you changed your mind about Todd Gurley yet? No, I still don't think he's the
1: second best running back.
0: Well, let me let me lay this on you. Okay. Did you see on Twitter the poll I put out? I did not. I put a tw- I put you know you know you can do those polls on Twitter now, right? Yeah. Pretty sweet, right? I want to do one a week. Okay, <laughs> all right. So this week's poll I did. Ooh. New podcast segment, Rich's Twitter poll question. Oh, what boy. are the results? Okay, here are the results. I put out there, you're up next in a dynasty startup draft, right? Okay. All the good receivers are gone. I should have said all the good receivers are in Gronk, because a lot of people put back, well, Gronk, if he's there. But I said, who are you taking, Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley? 380 people responded. What percentile do you think it was?
1: Judging by your cockiness, I would say 75%.
0: 75% said Todd Gurley. I was right? Yes. Oh, wow. Exactly 75%. Now, listen, I understand that Le'Veon Bell just hurt his knee. Right. So that does have some impact because if Le'Veon was here balling, it'd it'd be closer to 50-50. People are like, what? These people are crazy. They're picking Todd Gurley. But listen, I get it, man. I mean, the kid looks Phenomenal.
1: He looks phenomenal. I I give you that completely.
0: He's the number two at the very worst number two overall dynasty <laughs> running back. Again, you know in a minute. But then I asked you last. I asked you two weeks ago. I'm like, name a running back you would take over him besides Le'Veon Bell, and you couldn't give me one.
1: I I already did. I said I would Lashawn McCoy. You like, would not take Lashawn McCoy.
0: You're <laughs> full of it. That's a disservice to our listeners. Why you would say oh, that? Man. I changed my opinion about Thomas Rawls. Look.
1: I'd take Thomas Rawls over him. That's a good call. He, Thomas Rawls <laughs> <Rollers> for two hundred nine <laughs>
0: yards, averaging six yards a carry. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, going back to Thomas Rawls. Way, uh, no, Before I go back to Thomas Rawls, I was pretty. I was even I was pretty astounded. I thought it'd be pretty close. I did not think anywhere near it'd be seventy-five percent. Uh, Todd Gurley, but I think I think it was more like kind of in the moment. Yeah, I'm gonna I, do another poll. And what is this poll? I don't know. It's gonna oh, be good. Though. All right, <laughs> Gronk <laughs> the, or the, the field? The look
1: in your eye. I thought you had something that you were about to roll right off.
0: Gronk or DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, I'll take Gronk for
1: sure. He's a bigger, yeah, me too. way bigger difference maker. And that's just the
0: thing with Gronk. I mean, that's a big thing biggest thing with Gronk. He's such a difference maker to position. It's ridiculous. I
1: mean, if you don't start a tight end like and it's just like a flex type of thing, then then, oh, it's, clo- for sure, yeah. Yeah, then it's closer, but I mean if it's you have to start a tight end. Gronk, for sure, he, he's the biggest difference maker out there.
0: And that's why he's, like, the number four overall dynasty player. Right? Somebody even wrote me, like, honestly, like, I would take Gronk number one overall because he's that much of a difference maker, and I would just build around him. And you can't, mark, you know, okay, that's yeah, fine. It's
1: not that horrible of a
0: strategy. Huge edge over your opponents. Yeah. Except for my team, who has Gronk, and uh, I have the second pick in the draft. Well, Which is, yeah, I go into season, you know, I have a trade-up for Melvin Gordon. I got... Le'Veon Bell, the number one fantasy running back. I got Tuck Gronk, the number one tight end in the league. I got Drew Brees. I got Brandon Cooks.
1: Just one of those years, man. They had, happen every had once Had the fourth
0: one. highest scoring team. Just, yeah, my points against were bad news. Yep. I've said this every week, though. You do. I do. I want to remind the listeners of my pain.
1: Our listeners are probably just about as sick of it as I am hearing that.
0: Well, F you.
1: I have to hear it more, people, because I'm friends with Rich. So... <laughs>
0: That's mad, everybody. Yeah,
1: I have to I have to listen to this even off the mic.
0: <laughs> Can't wait to go out Wednesday the night uh, before Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. I'm going to be all drunk, cry, lean on your shoulder. <laughs> I told you about <laughs> having Gronk second overall pick. Everyone scores so many points against me. <laughs> dude, I'm freaking happy about it. Dude. I, I've never had a second overall pick. So, kind of like sweet, dude. I'm going to get a sweet player. All right. Watch, it will be terrible. Hopefully that works out, man. Yeah. Hopefully you don't
1: pull the Browns.
0: Hopefully I don't pull, a, you know, Monty Ball and then Melvin Gordon. Ugh. Goodness gracious! Stay hey, away
1: from those Wisconsin backs.
0: So, uh, oh yeah, never again. I tried to, warn, <laughs> I tried <laughs> to warn you, man. Never, ever again. Here, you know, you can't just fall into that. district from Wisconsin, you can You know what? I personally, from a vendetta kind of stamp, it, never again. I do I
1: tried to warn you, man.
0: Hey, Wisconsin, how you do? I don't care. I don't <laughs> care unless you play defense. I don't care or, or offensive line. I don't care.
1: Um, One thing that we did forget to mention earlier when we were talking about Forsett, um, obviously Buck Allen is the guy that's going to be taken over there. Oh, yeah, we not even mentioned that. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. And don't forget that they did sign Terrence West.
0: And he's active
1: now. They the, the act- brought him up Yeah, to the active roster. So those are two guys. I mean, I don't personally really like the way Buck Allen runs the ball all that much, but I don't like the way that Terrence West does either. No. So I think they're kind of up shit creek without a paddle here with these two guys.
0: I'm selling Buck Allen right now for
1: anything Aye. yeah anything you can i mean like get this is the most you can get for him is yeah. probably this week or next week
0: i think what you mean by that too like you probably at the worst you can get a second round pick for buck allen right now
1: yeah i think so but i would
0: try and do better than that yeah. like i would try and maybe maybe you can get a first a late first for somebody making like a contending run maybe the person that had justin Forset. uh maybe you can get like just a player that you like back right. there's some upside or maybe you could take tom you know maybe you turn buck allen in your first into a better player, yeah. which is probably your better tactic. Maybe somebody lost. I'm like, hey, I'll give you Buck Allen, and I'll give you my first, and get a player that you really like.
1: Well, get creative.
0: But I like Thomas Rolls.
1: But yeah, package package him up. Get get rid of him. He's he's really not that great of a player. Nope. So I would do whatever I can to package him, get rid of him while he has some value.
0: And I'd be interested to see what Terrence West. does. I mean talking about like we talked about before, like him going to Baltimore is like the golden egg for him, uh, from coming from there and playing out Towson and everything. And if he gets a chance, let's see. You know, even one of his best games was versus Baltimore when he was with the Browns.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he does get a little excited to go back there and stuff like that. But at the same time, I just think he is a dancer, man, and he's not—he's not secure with the football, and he's a knucklehead. So I, I agree. I, I just don't. There's I don't things, like him either. Yeah, but I'm the same. It's I don't worth like about him that I, watch I mean, it. Yeah, it's he's definitely worth watching because I don't think <sighs> Buck Allen is really all that great at running the ball. I think Buck Allen is good at catching the ball. And that's, you know, that's a part of their offense, but I don't, I mean, they might just be going to Terrence West because they got no other chance. Yeah, you want to
0: watch them, they're worth watches, but they're more like swatches, they're not Rolexes. They are definitely. They're not even Timexes. Yeah, they're, right. So, Thomas Rawls were the first round. They're
1: not even like fossil watches from the 90s. Kind of popular.
0: (laughs) I don't wear watches, I don't know. Me neither. I bought a watch, like a nice watch, like six years ago. I was like, hey, I need a watch, you know? Stupid watch on my wrist, bothering me.
1: I got, I got a phone. It, yeah. tells me, it tells me what time it is. Yeah,
0: no problem. Let me pull my phone so I can look at the football stats too.
1: I mean, I get it. I mean, some people look good with them, but I just can't have that crap. On I like the wrist. way they look.
0: Yeah. I, just I even like, even on me, I like the way it looks. I just can't have it on my yeah, yeah. wrist. I'm not a I'm not a accessory guy.
1: You always got to. F- Jiggle your wrist yeah. to try to get in place. And yeah, so you have Tourette's? Like, right. Pretty annoying.
0: And yeah. I don't even, like, if I, like, even my wedding ring, like, if I think about my where my wedding ring, it's uncomfortable.
1: Oh, I feel like I'm restricted or something. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I can't sleep with my wedding ring on or anything, man.
0: Oh, yeah, it's just kind of, if I, I don't think about it, you know, it's, right. I don't know it's there, but if it's soon, the moment I mention it, I'm like, oh, get off my finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Thomas Rawls worth a first, Terrence West worth uh, Capri Sun, <laughs> and Buck Allen's probably worth at least a second. Yeah, you could probably get a second, but again, I would aim higher. Do the package deal. Hey, man, shoot for the stars. Um, out there in uh, Car- uh Cardinals. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona in the desert. In the de- the. De- I I hiccuped. Oh,
1: okay. I was wondering. I thought maybe you had Tourette's or something.
0: No, my that's my wedding ring. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J.J. Nelson had a really good game. He did, man. The, the couple little, big plays. They the, were really the wee
1: man himself. Yeah,
0: he's really tiny.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he's like what is he five six or something? Yeah, he's really tiny. He's five six or five seven. He's like, like a buck ten. Oh, I'm sorry. He's five ten, 160. Yeah. I thought he was 5'6". That's I must be thinking of a Browns wide receiver,
0: 160 pounds. But he is
1: 160 pounds. He's very, very slight. But he he was the fastest guy at the combine, so he can four get, two, eight. He can get downfield, and obviously it shows. He had a, hit a long 64. He had four catches for 142 yards and a touchdown. So I mean, he's really he's really become their big play guy because John Brown. I think I think John
0: Brown's a little nicked up. He's a little nicked up. So he's still their big play guy. I'm not buying J.J. Nelson.
1: No, no, not for the guys long haul. Guys like him do not last. Not for the long haul. But, but I mean, Bruce Arians does have a history of making little like little guys be stars. So, I mean, at least he's got a shot and he's, he's flashing a little bit. I'm not going to run out and try to, like, acquire him from other teams. Nope. But if he's on the waiver wire and you got an extra spot, I'd pick him up type of thing. Oh,
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, he's worth a deep stash roster spot. But, right. again, nothing I'm, like, overly excited about.
1: Right, because I I do think John Brown's going to reemerge once he's fully healthy as as their like big play guy.
0: Yeah, and I mean Michael Floyd's having you know a nice resurgence here as he's getting healthy he's, as well. He's, nicked, he's nicked up again again,
1: but yeah, um, you're right. He is having a bit of a resurgence.
0: Yeah, it looked really good. Um, somebody else got hurt too, Devontae Freeman. Yeah, he had a
1: concussion. He only had what like four carries or three or four carries.
0: But yeah. he, I mean, he still got like
1: four. Like I started him two leagues, and I'm I was. I was happy that he only, you know, he at least got me like four, four and a half points, for only having three carries. Like, yeah, I mean, shoot, you know, like you give that to another guy and he gets you
0: nine yards. Nine yards, done. you
1: got, you don't, you, you don't, oh even have for, full, you don't even have a full point. So,
0: yeah, but you mean, I, I, I mean, obviously Freeman's a the guy there concussion. I was kind of somewhat underwhelmed by Tevin Coleman. Like, you know, but when the season started, like he looked pretty good. Like we were saying, hey, Tevin Coleman does look good. And then he got injured, and Devontae Freeman came in and looked well. Uh, and Coleman didn't really look that great.
1: No, he he really has been slow to develop here a little bit. Not not that you know, you know we've said all along like sometimes it just takes guys a little bit of time. But I Devonte Freeman just looks hands down better. Yeah. in this offense. He just
0: fits that scheme he way better. I mean, Kevin Coleman's a north south runner. You know, get the whole ball, get up the field, and go. He's stiff,
1: is what he is. Mm-hmm. He can't wiggle. Devontae Freeman can wiggle a little bit. and yeah, he and, can't
0: wiggle even a little bit.
1: No, Devontae Freeman, no, not at all. I mean,
0: uh, Tevin Coleman. Tevin
1: Coleman. Devontae Freeman has got wiggle.
0: Oh, yeah, he's got moves. Yeah. He knows how to use them. That's legs. Uh, so, Freeman, concussion, who knows how long he'll be out. But, well, I mean, Coleman's the, still playable at this point if he's out.
1: Yeah, they said that he's, um he's in a good spot already early in the week. Devontae Freeman that is. So look for him, obviously keep a close eye on it. Yes. for this coming
0: week. Okay. And know who did not get hurt this week. Brock Osweiler. Yeah, man, he looked decent. Not too bad. Um saying that he f- does everything that uh Gary Kubiak's offense needs to be done.
1: He appears to be a pretty good fit. Yeah, and obviously um it really shows how limited Peyton was cuz they they I mean no no turnovers. You could see that he had zip on the ball. I mean, it's just like kind of a, a pretty stark contrast because Brock Eiswaller Ice- does have a nice strong arm. So Yeah, is-
0: I mean you think it's kinda of tell pain to kind of go, you know, look at the rabbits? It unfortunately,
1: man, it's like one of those things where he can't let go. And it's starting to get kind of just sad a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, it does. Whoever thought Peyton Manning get a little sad, but it is. getting a little. It's just a sad. little sad, man. Like, like you, he's like one of the greatest of all time, but you're just going to be like, dude, you suck.
1: Yeah. Like, somebody kind of needs to pull him aside and be like, dude,
0: you're, you're done, man.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You were done last year.
0: Like, you're a smart guy. Yeah. You're the all time. You yeah. have all the records in the world. Right. Like, come on, man. You, you have four more yards than Brett Favre. Right. You did it. I, I made a joke. I was like, if Peyton Man retired, if I'm Brett Favre, <laughs> I'm gonna <have> retire. You <laughs> could come. Yeah, it would
1: be awesome.
0: So, you know, for that Thanksgiving day, uh, you know, like uh, you know, for the Packers, you come out of retirement. You throw one pass. That's one it.
1: One One twenty yard pass. Be like <laughs> done. Ten
0: yard did. And- <laughs> I'm retired again.
1: (laughs) That would be awesome. Puts
0: a little delay on your Hall of Fame and shine me, but you're the all-time leading passer. Yeah. Because nobody's ever, because you know, nobody ever talks about number two all-time leading passer. It's always going to be Peyton Man, not Brett Favre, but if you come out there and get it, yeah, Peyton Man's like, you know what, guys, I'm out for the year and this is it, I'm done, and Brett Favre's like, Hey!
1: <laughs> Hops off his tractor.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I put on my Wranglers this morning. <laughs> I was throwing to the high school kids down the field, and I was like, you know, I can throw for about 10 more yards. I think I, think I got 10 more yards in this arm. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay's got some good receivers. Yeah. anybody it can be anybody if Green Bay says no, you yeah, know, just yeah, like oh yeah. for a game.
1: Oh, man, he, I'm sure that, that 16th game of this season for the Browns, I'm sure he would fit right in, man.
0: Even better, does it for Denver.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh,
0: Brock goes down. i like, hey, hey Brett, <laughs> you want to come in and throw 10 yards? That's it. Just 10 yards. Just one play, guys. I'll get loose. <laughs> Who's got the best offensive line? Yeah, no no kidding. So, that would be funny. That would be uh, hilarious. But Brock Eisweiler kind of, let's see. I mean, obviously, it's one game. Let's see how it kind of panned itself out.
1: But, yeah, he looked good. He looked like he could function in the offense. And And the good thing is that, you know, the guys on the, you know, the other the wide receivers didn't necessarily just completely drop off. Which no, Demarius had a
0: nice game too. Right, which is good. I mean, as a Demarius owner, you want you need a good quarterback back there.
1: Right. Obviously, they're not going to be as productive as like a healthy Peyton Manning. You know, if he, if he was in there chucking passes, but it's it's better than than what we've been getting.
0: And if Brock Osweiler is a free agent. He's worth a stash.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had him all, actually all year in my one league because I just kind of saw this coming um, with the Peyton Manning just la- yeah. at the end Old. of last year. Yeah, and another thing we didn't, we, we didn't really touch on is they run, they ran the heck out of the ball. I mean, 21 carries for Ronnie Hillman and another 12 for C.J. Anderson. Uh, Hillman went over 100 yards. So um, that's obviously going to be the game plan going forward is kind of take pressure off Brock by running the ball a lot.
0: What do you think? you think it's safe to say at this point that C.J. Anderson was a one-year wonder?
1: Um, I mean, here it is. They change they change offenses, and it, it, it appears that Ronnie Hillman is just kind of playing better in this. I mean, yes. and it, I know that C.J. Anderson can do it, so I don't want to say that, but it seems like the hot hand right now is Ronnie Hillman. But and, even when and C.J.'s getting
0: his opportunities, he's not really doing it.
1: Well, I mean, they both averaged four point nine this yeah, past Yeah, I mean, he looks game. he looks
0: okay. Right. Sometimes like, it's hashtag two to three year window. Sometimes it's hashtag one year window.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, right now, if I I I don't really want to own either one of them, to be honest. No. I, but I mean, I guess if you had to start one of them, I'd rather start Ronnie Hillman. So. Th-
0: I mean, there's not even a lot of like, you know, if I if I like in the off season if I was starting another dynasty league, which I'm not. Like I think I would just totally, I mean, besides like Gurley and uh, and Le'Veon, like just, I would just I'd wait on running backs. Like I'd just make sure I get four good receivers, a good tight end, maybe even a good quarterback, maybe the good quarterback, and then just go like take a whole bunch of young running backs because it's it's such a there's nobody out there that I, I, I love you know like AP is older love him I like Devontae Freeman a lot but you know I'm not. But I mean, about Freeman, like, I like Devontae Freeman this year. I think he's going to be really good, but I'm not, like, all in on Devontae Freeman. You know what I mean? I can see that. I can see the same thing, like, oh, next year we're talking about Devontae Freeman. Like, oh, what happened to him? You know, last year he was the number one fantasy running back by, you know, this large margin. Now he's just kind of, like, he's good in a PPR league, you know?
1: I could totally see that. And that goes a lot to, that goes into the, this Kyle Shanahan and, uh, uh, the same, the zone blocking scheme that they kind of just pluck these guys, they plug them in, and then they're there for a year or two, and then they seem to find somebody better. like I mean, it just, yeah unfortunately, that seems to be the way that these the Denver running scheme and now the Atlanta running scheme kind of is. And
0: that's the thing with running backs, too. It's all, I mean, it's such a huge scheme factor. I mean, so many guys, like average guys could look really good and be good for your fantasy team, uh, but it's in the right scheme and the right placement as well. There's there's not a lot of those running backs out there are good no matter where they go. Like Todd Gurley would be good no matter where he goes. Right. You know, LeSean McCoy is gonna be good no matter where he goes. Getting a little bit up there. Uh
1: so you're you know, so you're Adrian trying to Peterson, say Lashawn McCoy is a really good running back and he should be in the
0: top. I've never disputed that. <laughs> I mean we even talked in all were down on LaShawn McCoy that we weren't down on. You I know, mean, we yeah. still we were only the few people out there who are still preaching Lashawn McCoy's name. Um not having the best year ever, but still doing all right. Uh but again, I mean there's not a lot of running backs even some of the guys you really do like are a little bit older. I mean, right now I'd rather like wait in my beginning draft and I'd rather take guys like Thomas Rawls.
1: Well, I mean, I obviously they've shown in the past to be a one back type of system for the most part there in Seattle. So yeah, Thomas Rawls is the guy that you wanna <laughs> he's the type of guy that you want to get going forward.
0: Yeah, and then in the future, just you know, build my team that way and just every year in my rookie drafts, just keep taking running backs. You know, yeah. I mean Thomas Rawls was taken in the fifth round of your rookie draft.
1: Oh, I mean, I got him off the waiver wire.
0: Sixth round in yeah. your rookie draft. I was just looking another day in my other league. I was just looking at some stuff, I think yesterday, because I was looking at uh, something for draft. I traded for a whole bunch of picks, and I was looking at past drafts. I was trying to see who was going to have to bring up my active roster off- after my taxi squad. I saw Thomas Rawls win the sixth round pick. I'm like, ooh, good pick. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how, that's how I build my team.
1: That's how you do it, man.
0: That's how you do it. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like there's the running backs out there, you know, just injuries are going to happen no matter what. And they just change. I mean, we're mentioning a new running back every single week. I mean, we were making a joke earlier in the year, how we couldn't, what, five weeks ago, we couldn't even know who Hendrick's West. We, we just call him CW.
1: Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. When we were talking about all this stuff, we were like, oh, we got to talk about Charkandrick West hand me. And I was like, I just started laughing. I'm like, Three weeks ago, we couldn't even pronounce this guy's name, and now he's like he's an a every, household name. He's a household name. We were calling him like charred, charred brick. Yeah, uh, I was like, I'm West. just call him CW. Yeah,
0: right. And here he is. Now he's Turk Kendrick West, yeah, the yeah. heir apparent to Jamal Charles. Right. He's right. going to start next year in Kansas City. Uh, well, J.C. will probably start, but this guy's still—he's definitely part of the future. It looks like Turk Kendrick West for sure. And you know, again, six months ago, nobody even knew Turk Kendrick West was. It's just it's just one of those things. You know what I mean? It's like just acquire as many young running backs as you possibly can and get really good receivers. Uh you know, and speaking of a young running back who kind of fits this category to a T of what to do with, uh, Eddie Lacey had a finally had a good game. A little bounce back action from him.
1: Yeah, man. He looks- I
0: saw some of the trades before that, people were like, Oh, wish, I'm trying to trade Eddie Lacy. What can I get for him? I'm like, well, I still want a first for him, no matter what. I want a first. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, you like you might as well not even sell right now. I hate no. selling low like that.
1: Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you sell Eddie. I. don't, I don't know. I. I personally, I think this is when he's going to start kicking it in uh, into gear a little bit. This the weather. You, you said
0: this earlier in the year. I you said mentioned. It, this. I said
1: it earlier. This is when he's going to be most valuable, and this is when you need him most is in the playoffs right now. So hopefully, he didn't you know set you back so far that you aren't in the playoff race.
0: Oh, he did. If you needed him. Yeah, but
1: hopefully you were able to scrape by with like a, a sneaky you know running back two from week to week or something like that, um, you know a la uh like a Danny Woodhead or something like yeah somebody like that, um, but I think they're gonna start using them. The weather's the weather's turning. Uh, this is this is when they're gonna need to run the ball in Green Bay. Yes. So so I for me personally, I'm a guy that's gonna stick with Eddie Lacy from for the rest of the year at least. So
0: and I completely agree with you on that where. You know, and this is now remember guys, this is the same guy before the season started, right before the season started, I said sell high in Eddie Lacy. This is a guy, I'm the same guy that said at the end of the last season to sell Eddie Lacy. Uh, right now I'm saying keep Eddie Lacy, but then after the end of the year, hopefully like this is, you know, again, people are what have you done for me lately kind of mode. Right. Hopefully Eddie Lacy does really well from here to the end of the season, and I'm going back to the same boat. Yeah. Sell Eddie Lacy for now, obviously you're not gonna give them away, but hopefully you can do what I did and get like I got now, you're not gonna go get him now, but I got DeAndre Hopkins. But kind of go that route. Find a player that you really like that's really good, that's a top ten in their position possibly, and get that guy. And and then this year with your rookie picks, you know, draft a running back. It's just I think the bang you can get the what you can get, the whole reason the hashtag two to three year window started was, you know, after a couple of years of guys having really good success, sell really high if you can and get, like, a really good receiver and some draft picks if you can too or something along those lines, and then keep rebuilding and staying fresh with running backs. Because, again, I mean, we don't say hashtag two, three, or window all the time for no reason. These guys are interchangeable. We just spent 15 minutes talking about that, and they're easy to come by. The guys you can easily pick up for your waiver wire, you know, Spencer Ware, you want to be able to play them this week. You know, right now we're talking about Thomas Rawls. We're talking about Sharkandrick uh, West. Buck Allen. These are guys that you could start on your team yep, and give crazy. you a production you need. You know, guys that are like Danny Woodhead that's top ten fantasy running backs. It's a, it's just one of those things you want to do. Yep. It's just it's the way it is. And it's not gonna change anytime soon.
1: I mean, this has been a particularly crazy year, so there's probably <laughs> more names out there yes. than, than in the average year. But, yeah, there'll be this cycle type of thing where you, you're going to be able to find a guy or two just off the waiver wire that end up being fantasy stars. It happens every year.
0: And plus, I mean, right now, the what day and age it is, I mean, there's so many, like, handcuff situations as it is. Right.
1: There, aren't, there aren't a lot of great situations. So it's not like there's one guy that's going to – or. You know, there's not like every team gets to have a running back or two running backs that don't have a timeshare. That just doesn't happen. Yeah,
0: so everybody has like kind of, and that's the whole reason like running backs do go high in their rookie drafts because everybody has you. Everybody needs a running back. Everybody right. has desperate needs for a running back. There's so many handcuffs out there right now where everybody's desperate for that guy. It makes Todd Gurley even more valuable. Yeah, it does. You know, makes Adrian, even Adrian Pearson right now super valuable, no matter what his age is, just because right. he's e- that guy.
1: Right, even, even after him getting bottled up for only 45 yards this past week.
0: And it, well, it even makes Thomas Rawls so intriguing. Like you said, the way the system in Seattle runs is they usually find a running back and stick with him. Right. It makes him very valuable, very valuable, those guys to yep. come by. You know, right now, Duke Johnson's pretty nice to have in a PPR league right barn and if you're in a standard league God, i don't even know what you do with your i mean running backs had to be almost worthless right
1: yeah that's got to be nearly impossible if you're in a standard league to figure out you know
0: who you,
1: you're, you're going to be starting week to week you
0: eliminate half your running backs that are good right you know they can I mean, catch all the balls you know like the danny woodhead i was gonna that.
1: say yeah no no chance in hell that you're getting danny woodhead in your lineup or anything hail like to the no. um so another guy that's going to have kind of a murky situation he's coming back to is, is Matt Forte. That sounds like he's coming. They're going to ease him back into the role.
0: Handcuff. Which
1: just kind of stinks for both those players. Him and Langford, uh, Both were, I mean, obviously went before the injury, Forte was startable because he was the only one getting carries, and then he was out. And Langford was the only one getting carries, so you could start him. And Lankford's looked good. He has looked good. Um, this past week was a little bit of a dud, yet saved by some, some touchdown. Um, but, and some catches. But now that they're both going to be in there and they're talking about working both of them in, it's kind of, it, it's, it's bad for both parties It now. sucks. And yeah. Now you don't want to start either of them. Right, exactly. You don't want either one of them near the starting lineup. I mean, at this point, you're probably going to have to, which, which stinks unless, I mean, hopefully you got a better option. But a lot of people don't at this point. There's been so many injuries. For
0: this week, though, you would want to start probably Langford over Forte because they said they're going to ease him back in. I'm saying that they I don't, don't, don't
1: believe a word that they say in Chicago. That's true.
0: You're right. He probably will get the mother alone.
1: Yeah. So it's so, it's so hard um, to really figure, because they're really secretive about their injuries too in Chicago. Um, exactly. Like they're guarding some huge secrets or something. Um, so so I, it, just, it just makes it tough. And, and unfortunately, this week is going to be very hard to gauge as, as to who you want to start.
0: Yeah. I'm, I hear you on that. Uh, Doug Martin had a really good game again. Up and down, up and down. Up and down,
1: ride ride the roller coaster, man. Um, The roller
0: coaster by Doug. And then Lovey Smith said this offseason's a priority, number one, to sign Doug Martin. Uh,
1: What do you think about that, Um, coming from a coach? If you're the GM and and the player just comes off a 235-yard performance, are you kind of annoyed by that? A little bit. When the coach is like, oh, we need to sign this guy. Like, coming off his best performance, like, don't... Doesn't that just jack the price up kind of on that guy a little bit?
0: Yeah. Like, how do you feel about Doug Martin? You know, he's had a couple good games. Had a couple bad games. Right, right, we'll, right. You know, Keep we'll, it nice we'll, and even keel. Yeah, we'll talk to Doug in the offseason, and, you know, hopefully we can come to a mutual agreement and keep Doug here in Tampa Bay and keep him bucking there for life. You know, Doug Doug Martin's a good running back, you know. He's got some stuff he needs to work on still. Right. You know, right now he's a, he's a hamster. We need him we need back to muscle hamster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 200 yards, uh, hell of a game. A hell
1: of a game, 235 yards. Um, wow, and then I guess he had
0: one target, but he did not catch it. Yes, and and, and, Char- and no Charles t- Sims looks good there doing that.
1: Yeah, Charles Sims definitely is in the fast catching role. And through, we like pre-
0: Charles Sims coming out of West Virginia a lot. Big back that catches the ball really well. He does,
1: he does. He and, he and he's been able to have pretty decent PPR type of value all year, even with Doug Martin going up and down, up and down. He, Except for the one game when I had to start him and he did, like, nothing.
0: And he fits in that category exactly what we were talking about, like, you know, that, you know, dual running oh, backs right, there. right, right, right. Where Doug Martin's a beast, but if you're in a PPR league, you can start, if you need to and you're in a desperate play, you can start Charles Sims.
1: He won't get you the goose egg most weeks, you know, because nope. he because he catches passes. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's averaging 8.7 yards per carry. I mean, it, it's gross.
1: It is gross, man.
0: So, I mean.
1: Another thing out from that game before we just. Gloss it over. It, oh, I don't
0: want to even gloss. I still want to talk about Doug Martin here for a minute.
1: Oh, all right. Mate. I know what you I know where you're I gonna go you it. I this. thought you were moving on. All right. I know
0: when you say in-game, I know what you want to talk about here. Right. But for Doug Martin, where where do you stand on him in Dynasty? I know because before we said as soon as he has a good game, sell. We've always we've been forever saying sell Doug Martin. He's twenty he's twenty-five. Yeah, I, that's not all
1: I mean that's obviously no, that's right old. in the prime. That's he's a, he's he's, a, he's approaching the prime right there. Um I think.
0: Is he wait? Is he 25? I don't know.
1: I don't know if he's 25, but uh, however old he is, he's only been in the league like four or five years. He's
0: tw- no, I'm sorry. Doug Martin's 26. Turns Doug Martin turns 27 January 13th. Okay. Charles Sims is 25, right? Charles. So he'd be 27, so he's kind of entering his prime. But Doug Martin's so Doug Martin's only got probably at best two years left, maybe
1: if he's your two, only if two, he's your only running two to back two, three years.
0: Um, hashtag.
1: I'd probably hold on to him and, and see if you can add to that. Um, but if he's somebody that you have as kind of like excess, um, I'd probably stick with him throughout the rest of the season. Obviously, at this point, um,
0: I don't know. A 209 yard game is a hell of a game to sell.
1: 235 on. yards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <coughs> I, I mean,
0: and with that, the point that Coach said we want to resign him long term, right. that's a good selling point right here to somebody that lost Justin Forsett that need, really needs a running back that you might be get like the mother, you know. A really good hallback. Like I, I don't even want just like a first. I guess I w- at this point I wouldn't even want a first. I'd rather just stick with right. Doug Martin at this point again. You know, and use him as my running back too. Uh, but if I, I can get a, if I can get a good player return, I'm still selling Doug Martin.
1: Yeah, I guess I probably would too. I'm kind of like in the in the playoff mode now, where I'm just kind of like because in most of my in, actually all three of the leagues that I'm in, I'm in the playoffs now, and I know I'm in the playoffs kind of yeah. type of thing. So I'm kind of like starting to hunker down and like. I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm like wanting to hoard everything.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, now so, is not the time so, to yeah, get yeah. funny. Like, yeah. And then you make a good point here in the stretch run. Like, yeah, you don't want to be selling any pieces because you know you're entering the playoffs. Even if Doug Martin's your backup, you, God forbid something happens, you need him. Right. You know. Right now is not the time. If you're if you're for sure like Matt making the playoffs or thinking you made the playoffs, don't get cute. You know, right. just just keep what you have. Stay focused. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the trophy. Uh. And don't get like Matt said. Don't just stay focused, man. Don't try and sell stuff now. I'm
1: hunkering down.
0: Yeah, we have a whole. Trust me, the off is gonna be right around the corner. We have tons of time to sell in the off season, right? Uh, and that's the time to get rid of Doug Martin. That's the time to get rid of Eddie Lacy and stuff. And then hopefully, you have a good. You know, you can build up a good sell sheet saying, "Hey, look, what, this this is what he did all year. This is what he did in the playoffs. Help you sell." But you don't want to do that now because then all of a sudden you sell something. now, injury occurs, and you're screwed.
1: Right. I mean, and the thing with a guy like Doug Martin if you were to hold on to him and try to sell him in the offseason, sell, sell him on his total stats. Don't try to, try to not show him the game-by-game <laughs> game stats so much as, as, as just show him the overall stats, because the overall stats do end up looking pretty good because he does have these monster games.
0: And this is what, yeah, and this is what we sell, say, right. you make a great point, because otherwise you look at it, ready? Here's his yards in a game, just r- r- rushing, because he's only had, his receiving game has not, he's only has one reception touchdown. The most he's had all season is five. But here, here's his, in 11 games, his total yards rushing for each game. Week one, we'll start at week one. Mm-hmm. 52. Yep. 78. Mm-hmm. 46. Yeah. Boom, 106.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boom, 123. Oh, yeah.
1: Keep it going. Keep
0: it going, Boom. Keep it Boom, Thirty six. Yeah,
1: yeah, keep it going.
0: Eh, 71. Ah. Zero, one catch, seven yards. Oh. Eh. Ooh, next week, 31 yards. Ooh. Uh-huh. 2.8 yards per carry. Mm. Then 63. Uh-huh. So he had a three-game stretcher of awesome sauce. Yep. Then a three game stretcher of, damn it, Doug, you do what I knew you'd do.
1: Right. He just did average. He did awesome. Like this is three-game spurts. Three games of of, of average at the beginning. Three games doing really well. Three games average again. And then and boom, two thirty-five. Boom, two thirty-five. And this is what you get with Doug Martin. He's an up-and-down roller coaster ride. Hence why we keep saying. Sell Doug Martin. Sell Doug Martin. <laughs> but show that bottom line because right now, right now, you know, he's got 941 yards. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, with three touchdowns.
0: Five yards per carry
1: average. Right, exactly.
0: Yes. It- take a picture, screenshot on your phone, send it to somebody like, I don't know if I want Doug Martin. And you screenshot that, like, you don't want 1,200 yards? Exactly. Five but, yards per carry?
1: Right, because he's going to have, like, 1,300, 1,400 yards by the end of the season, but it's going to be this weird roller coaster of, of that's hard to predict week to week, and that's not the kind of player that you want in your starting lineup. Yeah,
0: right? and then you give him the, the whole year where it's like, you know, fantasy season's only really 13 weeks, then you have the playoffs. Right. You give he, them the whole 17, 16-week schedule, like, look what he
1: did. And they're thinking, oh, man, I'm getting 100 yards every week.
0: Yeah, just, every week. Just kidding. So yeah, I'm still on that wagon because you know what's going to happen. You're going to start Doug Martin in the playoffs, and you're going to get 71 carry, 71 yards, maybe a touchdown if you're lucky, one catch for seven yards. Right,
1: and that's the thing. That's why I try to avoid players like that. You don't want to get the dud in the playoffs. You want to nope. be able to. You want to be able to rely on your guys week to week.
0: Hopefully though, now hopefully it's not the case you get the 200 yard rushing game and you're like. You never wow, know. Doug freaking Martin, and then you love him just on principle because you won your championship. It could happen. Um, other Buccaneer rookie record. Oh yeah. A guy that we all love. That's right. Mike, Mike made a case of taking this guy number one overall at one point. A lot of people thought we were crazy. Guy I, we, I mean,
1: I still kind of think that was crazy. But, we
0: weren't, well, at the end of it, we all said you wouldn't take a number one right, overall, but we right. made a case why he was worth number one overall. Cause we all agreed that he was the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck.
1: Yep. I think so. I think that was pretty um, unanimous.
0: He's still, to this day, one of the best quarterback prospects I have ever seen. I agree. Yep. And this guy, we both heard the speech he gave oh, yeah. to the team last
1: week. Rallying up, man. He sounded like, he didn't sound like a rookie. He sounded like Ray Lewis or something. Yes. Hyping up the guys before a game. Like, it sounded awesome. I wish I wish we had a quarterback as a Browns fan that would be even like a tenth of this.
0: James, and this is why we said, this is why we Mike made a case. You know, the kid's 21 years old, right? Already looking good. Just threw five touchdowns. Mike Evans around him. You know, they're probably they're gonna get another receiver to put around this guy.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, they got Mike Evans, they got Vincent Jackson probably for the next year or two. Uh, someday Austin Severian Jenkins is gonna be. gonna be, be good. Yeah.
0: Yes. Jameis Winston's one of those guys that lets you you just you draft him. This is what we said about taking him in mean, the rookie draft and why we loved him so much and why he was worth the sixth, fifth overall pick. If you took him there, is because we always, we said what would you where would you take Andrew Luck if he was in this draft class? You would take him probably. Now obviously this year you be like Ugh, you know. But going to the last year you would like I take Andrew Luck number one overall. You know I take him right behind Amari Cooper and Todd Gurley, right? At least. Mm-hmm. And that's what like, that's like. That's what we preach. Like think of Jameis that way. And
1: he's looking really good, man. He's I mean, obviously really, he's had some rookie mis- really good rookie games and rookie moments as well. But, um, five touchdowns. I mean, it doesn't happen by accident.
0: No. So. And his interceptions over the last couple games, I mean, have been really good. I mean, you gotta imagine he had uh versus Carolina, he had four interceptions. Okay. Just versus Carolina, who's got a good defense. He's only got nine on the year. Right. So four of those were from the Carolina game, which was a frustrating game.
1: Right. You pull out that one game and and it's not it's really not looking that bad at all. No,
0: not at all. I mean, this is a kid. He's only gonna get better. He's showing to me that he's in it to win it. He's got the heart of a professional quarterback. Barn injury. This guy's gonna be great for a really, really long time.
1: Yep. So I mean, hopefully you listened to our advice earlier in the year. You hope maybe you got him in your league or, or you know, traded for him after the draft or something. And
0: starting here in the next couple of years, you know, nothing. Some of these older guys get out. Jameis is gonna be in the top of that class. He's gonna be for one of those, yeah, time.
1: He's gonna be one of those guys that that you're not gonna be able to acquire. Basically, if you didn't get him already or you don't get him within the next year or two, you're
0: probably never going to get him. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I still think he is attainable now. Now, that's what I'm
1: saying. Like, within the next year or two, he's probably going to get out of that stratosphere of obtainability. He'll he'll be above that.
0: Yeah, he's going to be one of the top guys that you want to own for a very, very long time. Again, quarterbacks like him do not come around very often. It's a very hard thing to find. And they're the kind of guys that win you championships. Tom Brady's, Drew Brees, Paint Man 's primes. They, they carried you to the playoffs. Right. They're the reasons you win the play. You know, their 30-point games on a weekly basis help you win a championship. That's where Jameis is going right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our league, it was a great move. You know, the guy at number three who I trade up with to get Melvin Gordon moved down because he listened to the podcast, and he was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I have no quarterback. I need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, So I'm taking Jameis. You know, I could take him here at three, but I could move down a couple of spots and grab an extra second and still get my guy, and that's what he did. All right. Very smart move. We a, told anybody, if you had any, and that was Mike's case too, like, hey, if you need a quarterback at all, you take Jameis Winston no matter what. And it turned out to be great.
1: Yes. I mean, it's it, it's a very very nice move on his part. Um, and uh, what are you gonna do? I mean,
0: famous Jameis baby, Crab fam- legs fam- for everybody. Famous
1: Jameis is here to stay. Yeah, we we've been endorsing him all year, and 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 you know, he's he's starting to make us look good. I
0: guess. And he's gonna make everybody look good. I mean, yeah. he's just that good. So, uh, yeah, if you can go get him, go get him. If not, in the meantime. You got some free time to spend this long holiday weekend. I hope everybody really enjoys themselves. Spend some time with some family, some friends. Uh, get really fat. Watch football. It's one yeah. of my favorite things to do. Oh, be gosh. lazy. Get fat. Watch football.
1: I haven't done enough of that this year.
0: Oh, I'm doing it Thursday.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Gobble, gobble,
0: gobble, gobble. Uh, so what, it's one of my favorite holidays. Yeah,
1: right games start at what, like 1230 or something
0: like that? And then, I believe so.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's all day long. It is pretty easy. I pretty can't long. wait.
0: Yep. So, you know, if you got, as you're laying around this weekend, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys are having a long weekend of laziness. Make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com. Mm-hmm. Check out some awesome stuff there. Uh, Make sure you get on the forum. Uh, We have a long week of free time. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can hit me up at DynastyRich on Twitter.
1: I'm at DynastyMatt.
0: You can follow the site at DynastyNerds. If you want to get ready for the holiday season and buy something you love or yourself, something really awesome, buy a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt.
1: They are awesome. Mm-hmm. They will enhance your wardrobe. They will um, be an awesome gift for somebody. Because, yes. I mean, not only are you giving somebody the gift of an awesome t-shirt, but maybe you're tipping them off to our website as well. And Even better. That is the gift that keeps on giving all year
0: round. For uh, 365, 365, baby. 365. Dynasty. It's, it's
1: always there. Yeah. You wake up, you you know, you go to the bathroom, you click on the thing, it's there.
0: Yeah, your friends, like you know as they're crying, as they're looking at the shirt, oh, God, thank you so much. What, what is it, What is this dynasty? You just look at me like, you like fantasy football? Like, I love fantasy football. Uh-huh. Fantasy football 365, baby. That's right. That's so, yeah, you can do that. It's on Nineterns.com. Again, we'll figure out a way this week of how to give away a free T-shirt, so keep your ears perked. Uh-huh. That's all I can say about that.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, until then, guys, I hope you guys all have a safe, happy holiday. We'll be back next week for be week, uh, entering week 13, the final uh, week of the season for most people.
1: Yeah. 13 or 14, depending on, you know, how long, how, how you structure your playoffs.
0: Well, yeah, we talk about next week. Because I always, we'll talk about how playoffs, you know, we do six teams. Right. I just think it's good. in Dynasty League, because there's so much parity to do six teams. Top two get a bye. I agree. But until then, guys, get fat. Get fat. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Ready, set, putt Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight, And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.